Hello everyone and welcome to our season one mid-season roundtable. A few things before we start. As always, we will have a spoiler section, so don't worry about not being able to listen if you haven't seen the whole show yet. As well as Brittany is recording with two other people in a dining room in Hawaii, so there is quite a lot of background noise in this episode. Sorry about that, but at least you can still hear us, I guess. There's a lot of fun conversation going on, so uh, yeah, stay tuned. We are recording with Maria potentially on October 7th, and so... I, the, the person who's on the episode after that is no one, because it's me and you talking about outlaws, so, oh, yeah. so I just, like, went ahead and wrote down that we were doing it the next Saturday afterward. Cool, 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 cool. You cool, know, cool, whether cool, or not cool. I have a house. Cool, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. might have to just do it in, like, on, like, a park bench or a like, McDonald's. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it, Robin! I don't know, no. You could do it at McMurder. Stop it! Surf. It could be a haunted podcast. Yeah. I, I hate that they just fist bumped. Should I move over there? No, it's fine though. Robin, how does the sound sound? <laughs> Sam, say something. Um, Shut up, Robin. Can I hear how some sounds sound, so I can judge how the sound sounds? Talk. Hi, Robin. This is Samantha. Hello, Samantha. How does she sound? She She sounds like some sounds. <laughs> I'm literally going to kill you. <laughs> sounds, sounds like good sounds. No problem with those sounds. Okay. Hey, Sam's done eating macaroni! That took Woo! her 24 minutes. How does it take you 24 minutes to eat macaroni? I could do that in two. Ooh. Ooh. Lots of stuff going on. Okay, let's get started, you unorganized orangutans. Hello and welcome to our Lost Podcast, brought to you by the Aficionados Podcast Network. My name is Robin Jeffrey. I'm a 22-year-old actor and filmmaker from Alberta, Canada. I like brooding anti-heroes and feminist agendas, and I have way too much knowledge regarding details that no one else remembers. I run at The 100 Script on Twitter, and you can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey pretty much everywhere. My favorite YouTubers are Dan and Phil or Shane and Ryan from BuzzFeed Unsolved. And my name is Brittany Ray. I am a 28-year-old writer from beautiful post-apocalyptic Vancouver, BC. I'm a TV critic for TV After Dark and Telltale TV, and I'm on Twitter at Britannia, where I can be found attempting journalism and talking about my cat. And my favorite YouTuber is Mr. Kate, but I also super love Saf, um, formerly a BuzzFeed, but now just Sophia Nygaard. Hi, my name is Jillian. I'm 23. I'm currently living in Maui, living out lost in real life, because I have no idea when or how I'm going to get off this island. <laughs> <laughs> my Twitter is at G-I-G-I-A-N-S-E, and I give a lot of unsolicited food opinions. Uh, my favorite YouTubers are Christine and Elijah. My name is Samantha Coley. I'm a 24-year-old writer for Telltale VV. I'm gonna go get I can't, flowers while I can't say anything. Alright, we'll try this while Brittany's doing her flowers. Ready? Okay. I can't do the thing while there's people at the door. I have a basketball Oh, true. Tomorrow. Sorry, Robin, the flower lady's here. No! It's okay. She's just getting, <laughs> she's just coming right now. I have a basketball game tomorrow. She's coming up to the front door. She's literally she walking go. up to the front door. Oh. Boo. This is incredible. When she immediately puts on her customer service voice. Hey, is anyone there? Yeah, we're just wait watching Brittany. Do you Sorry. want to hear my impression of Squidward walking? Yes. Look how pretty it is! So much prettier than Lindsay's, which is now dead. She's beautiful! I love you, Robin. <laughs> what is she doing? Uh, put it on the coffee table. Paradise? I don't know. Why would you know? Ow, yeah, it's birds of paradise. These things are pokey. 
And some orchids. Um, and hibiscus? Beautiful! It poked me right in the boob. I'm keeping this entire okay. thing in the podcast. <laughs> okay, let's try this again, shall we? Um, no one look at her. And my name is Samantha Coley. I'm a 24-year-old writer for Telltale TV and a communications assistant in Washington, D.C. I like television and everyone. I'm also a feminist, a foodie, and a professional playlist maker. On Twitter, I'm at uh, Sam Casey's with an S at the end. Uh, talking too much, and my favorite YouTubers are Trixie Mattel and Katya Zamolochkova, and also Lily Singh. Yay! You did it! Woo! I'm so proud of you! Thank you, I said all the words. And then Zamolochkova. All right, okay, but now everyone has to say their things. Yeah. What so, thing? like, um, your, all your lost facts. Yeah, and, and your um, Hogwarts house. Important. And your Hogwarts house. Okay. So, okay, who's first on the sheet? Sam, okay. Sam, what is your Hogwarts house? Slytherin. <laughs> My girl. And, yeah. They're, oh, I'm surrounded by Slytherins. What are you? I'm Gryffindor. You're a Gryffindor. Oh, yeah, we make fun of you a lot. <laughs> yeah, we don't say super nice things about Gryffindor here. <laughs> but to be fair, we also don't say um, anything about Ravenclaws, so. That's kind of true. Uh, sorry, Claire. Um, what does loss mean to you? Uh, Brittany is my constant because she made me watch it, and also I love her. That's really gay. We're both sipping tea as we have this conversation. Oh my god, just kiss! <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Please don't do that in front of me. How far if Lost have you watched, and also how many times? Uh, one and a half times. What's the half? One all the way through. What happened and you only watched halfway? Two through the constant. Wow, okay, no, that's a good choice. Who are your favorite Lost characters? Uh, Desmond, Juliet, Saeed, Penny... Kate, Sun, and Jed. Those are all good choices. Good list, good list. Thank you. Oh, I also like Sawyer. My uh, boy! Yeah. Soy sauce. Robin calls him soy sauce. My summer child. So now it's time for Jillian. And Jillian's introduction just says, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> Jillian, what Hogwarts house are you in? Oh, I'm definitely in Gryffindor. Sorry about Don't it. Don't want to be, but... <laughs> Sorry about it! <laughs> um, what does the loss mean to you? Oh, well, I said this last time when I was guesting, but um, it means a lot to me because me and my dad watched it together, like, live, and it was just one of those things that was, like, really, like, important to me in our relationship. It's so cute. Um, how many times have you rewatched it? I cannot count. Like, <laughs> I've, I've used it to put off a lot of schoolwork, so I've watched <laughs> it a lot. Robin's like, can relate. Yep. <laughs> Who are your favorite characters? Um, I think Sun and Jin are my favorite characters. Um, I love Juliet. And interestingly enough, on this rewatch, Kate's really become my favorite character. Kate's amazing! Wow. You know, I think there was a lot of internalized misogyny I had when I was younger watching it, yeah. but Kate's really turned out to be one of my favorite characters. That makes perfect sense to me, actually, because, like, mm -hmm. I really hated Kate the first time around, and now I'm like, I would die for Kate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love her. I would die for her. And she would give you that opportunity. <laughs> yeah. She would! She would, and I respect her for it! Bing bong, bing bong, bing bong, bing bong. Wow, I think this is going to have to be a minimal editing <laughs> episode. I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyway, today we have words to say about the first half of season one of Lost. So this is a round table mid-season party. 
It's a party where three people get to hang out in a dining room and I get to sit in my basement alone. <laughs> How oh, did you well, know on the positive in... side, we're in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> Just you guys. How did I know you were in the dining room? Because you sent me a picture of Sam in your dining room. Oh. I think there's a very clear intelligence divide on this podcast, and I'm on the wrong side of it. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about Lost. Okay. Okay. So I guess let's just start with characters. Once again, this is going to be a spoiler-free thing until the spoilers section, but Jillian kind of started with the fact that Kate is different to her this rewatch. Can anyone else relate with other characters? Um, I still hate Jack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but I had did like Locke a little bit more mm-hmm. until I got to like the later seasons and then I was like, never mind. But it's like season one, first half of season but one. But in season one, Locke I like him so likable. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that for me, I am finding more and more flaws within Sawyer. <laughs> this rewatch. <laughs> yeah, there's slight, yeah, there's slight flaws coming it's, out. It's unfortunate, actually. Yeah, um... But also, I think that kind of makes this rewatch a more eye-opening. And it, it, what I'm saying is this isn't ruining the show for me. I think it makes it m- even more dynamic this way. Well, I yeah. think it's, like, it's a lot like Jin, where they mm-hmm. like grow. Yeah. From like these weird first season mm-hmm. characters, like maleness, into like full-fledged characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right now they're just sort of like still existing within like their established tropes. Yeah. Which is, you know, Sawyer the Redneck. Which makes no sense, because Sawyer doesn't come off as a redneck to me a lot of the time. I don't know. Sawyer was originally supposed to be a businessman. Can you imagine Sawyer's a businessman? Oh, businessmen are all con men anyways. Oh! Alrighty! Did you just, like, half dab? What was that? No. (laughs) She just flashed the peace sign. Um, the thing that I find interesting about rewatching character, like, this show now, is, like, I guess as you get older and as society changes, like, you watch it with different lenses. hmm So, and you, like, watch it with different, like, internalized things. So, this time I find myself, like, noticing the characters that I didn't really pay attention to the first time. So, like, characters like Saeed, I'm, like, obsessed with Saeed now. I just want to watch mm-hmm. Saeed all the time. I would watch a whole show of Saeed. <laughs> Whereas the first time I watched it, I was just like, yeah, he's, he's a good character. Like, I like him. But I didn't, like, I wasn't invested in him. But now I love him. And Kate. I love Kate right. now. She's just um, important, and she's flawed, and she's wonderful. And I'm really noticing how weird it is that Claire just disappears. Yeah, and she's gone for a while, and people aren't bringing it up as often as they should. Like, a main character, like, Ethan kidnaps Claire, and then she's just gone. And no one really cares where she is. Like, why does no one really, like, go out and say, hey, how long do you think she was gone? I can find out. One sec. Find out! Keep talking and I'll tell you as soon as I find out. Yeah, it's weird everyone kind of just, like, it Claire leaves. Char- but Charlie is, like, where the f*** is Claire? Like, yeah, Charlie's the only one who actually cares. But after he has, like, his talk with Rose, he's just kind of, like, accepted, like, okay, Claire's not here. And it's like, shouldn't you all be concerned that people on this island are kidnapping other people? Isn't that part of the- isn't the island a bit of a sedated kind of- area though like things get kind of weirdly sedated by the island i don't know maybe the last episode you guys talked about was the one with boone right yeah yeah the, the incest show. episode <clears throat> oh but the episode before <coughs> is such a good episode such a good episode with the case 
Whatever the case may be. Oh, yeah. such a good episode. That literally, that like that first scene with Sawyer and Kate is like one of my favorite scenes of all. So I can tell you how long Claire was missing. How long is she missing? Uh, she went missing on day 16, mm-hmm. and uh, she came back on day 27. So she was gone Jeez. for 11 days. And the only person, like, we we talked to Selena from Hypable, mm-hmm. like, during the episode where everyone, like, does, like, the big search for Claire, which is, like, Jack, Locke, Boone, Kate, and then they find Charlie, but then everyone just kind of stops looking. Yeah. It's like when Saeed disappeared and Jack was like, oh, he'll be fine on his own, and I was like, he's been kidnapped by a crazy French woman. <laughs> I mean, the thing is that they don't know that he's been kidnapped, but they do know that Claire has been kidnapped, and they still talk about it less than they talked about Saeed. Yeah, exactly! I was like, why aren't you concerned about Claire? Like, you would think people would be more concerned about Claire, because she's, like, pregnant. Yeah! Like, does anyone want to know where at least the the mother of a baby went? On an island that is supposed to be uninhabited? <laughs> Jack's like, well, I don't have to deliver that anymore. Nice. Sounds like Jack. That's yeah. Okay. The thing is, the upsetting thing is, the more I rewatch season one, the more I actually do enjoy Jack. I, I appreciate him for what he is, mm-hmm. which is just a dude who has no idea what he's doing, but who people kind of put in charge. Yeah, but I feel like now you have, like, a different perspective on TV doctors. Stop. <laughs> no, I'm <not> serious. <laughs> actually, I've always loved TV doctors because Beverly Crusher from Star Trek The Next Generation was, like, my number one boo. But it's like so, seems like a trope that you like understand a lot. That's tea. Yes, I do. I do love TV doctors, except I don't like TV doctor shows. Well, it's because there's mm. so many doctors, right? Yeah. But when you have one doctor <laughs> in like a survival area, too many doctors. Like, it's very interesting, like <laughs> characterization. It's true. Think about like Jack's really the only person there that like is super necessary. Who else is? Who else would be like somebody they could not survive without? Um, Maybe Locke. I think Saeed and Locke. Yeah, I yeah. think Locke for sure. Because Locke's got all those weird survival skills that no one's quite sure how he got. The hunting. Yeah. I feel like Saeed for sure because he's the last m- main leader person who's still saying we need to still continue to work to get off this island. Jack is yeah, like, Sa- let's move yeah. to the caves. Locke is like, this is my dream. I'll stay here forever. Saeed's the one who's saying, let me continue making this technology so we can get off the island. Let's keep the signal file burning so we can keep... Li- mm-hmm. So we don't have to yeah. live here anymore. Like, Maybe Saeed's Sun the only one too. who's been trained. Yeah. Sun knows how to farm. Oh, yeah. Sun yeah. knows... Yeah. Like, they all have such, like, important skills. And then Hurley's, fish. And Hurley's mm. the group, like, gossip, but that's actually useful because he's the only one who relays information to the other characters. Mm-hmm. And True. Sawyer knows everything about everyone. Yeah. And he has all the stuff. He's like the store. He is the store. He's <laughs> he's the commissary. He's Nyla. <laughs> he has the his trading post. Trading post. Yeah. What would Sawyer's trading post be called? Oh man, for a good time call. Stop. It would though, for a good time call. <laughs> Should we move on from characters to ships? Yeah. I'm a skate girl, as always, through and through a skate girl, but I am seeing more and more problems this, and, you know, even looking down the line, I I see the issues with it, but, you know, I also shipped Romine, so I just like the blonde jerk uh, hitting on the smart brunette. That's just how, <laughs> that's just my favorite. What a so. brand. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> That's such a brand, though. Mm -hmm. The blonde jerk hitting and the smart brunette, that just sounds like Klexa. Wow! Oh! <laughs> but also, how do you guys feel about Sawyer and Kate now that we're all grown up and see how weird his behavior is? I still like it. Like, if, spoilers, Juliet hadn't shown up, I, that would have been something I shipped. Yeah, if insert character here hadn't entered the show. I'm finding Jack's behavior towards Kate weirder now. He's very possessive of her. Yeah. yeah. Like, he pushes her off to the side, but as soon as Sawyer's in the picture, it's like male competitiveness. Yeah, yep. that's the really gross thing that, like, I didn't notice. Like, I guess I did notice the first time I watched it, because I was never really invested in their relationships, is, like, that, that triad is cringeworthy, but only because Kate's kind of sitting there going, why are you doing this? Like, Kate's not having any of it. Yeah. I think that I would have more problems with Kate and Sawyer if Kate started saying, no, Sawyer, don't talk to me. Sawyer, please leave me alone. But instead, like, she giggles and laughs with him and everything. Like, you know? I think there's, like, there's a part of Kate that's actually really attractive to Sawyer. Mm-hmm. He brings yeah. some levity to things. Yeah. And I don't like, want... He people to sit here thinking that we're being hypocritical because we talk about the bad versions, like the, the bad things about Skate and Jate when just like a couple episodes we were talking to Selena talking about how great Skate was and how great Jate was. Mm -hmm. Like that's what makes a dynamic ship is that like there are two sides to each coin, you know? <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Like there's parts of Jate or like Jack and Kate that make me crazy, but there's also, especially after like talking to Selena and realizing like how much they bring out in each other. It's like, they're, they're a really good support system. Mm -hmm. Which I didn't see, like, the first, what, three times I watched this exactly. show. Exactly. It's just, like, the thing about... Sorry. No, yeah. Um, the thing about Jate is interesting is because Kate was originally supposed to be the leader. Right. So yeah. So it makes me think about that a lot. That's all I think about during season one is, like, how would this show be different if Jack wasn't there? Wow. Better. Kate would have been a great leader. Better. <laughs> Better. <laughs> Whereas, like, I'm like, I, I can see his use now because, like, imagine the island without Jack. Mm -hmm. I mean, even looking at the whole series, the island without Jack is just like, I don't even know what would happen. It's like a completely alternate universe. Like, outside of, like, the Kate and Skate, what about, like, Shannon and Saeed? Oh, I, I love, love Shannon and Saeed. I, I thought it was weird for, like, the first three times I watched it. They're probably my favorite in season one. Yeah. And Sun and Jin. But I feel like that doesn't really pick up until the back half. Yeah. Well, they sort of start, like, laying the groundwork with um, Shannon teaching, um, or, like, helping Saeed interpret Russo's words, right? Because she can speak French. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like, I feel like Saeed, like, validates Shannon for, like, the first time in her life in a way that, like, she's always been looking for but could never find. Mm -hmm. Because no he one actually looked useful. at her brain. Yeah, no one looked at her brain. They just cared about, like, what use she had. Yeah. So, and, like, my thing is, like, what does Shannon bring to Saeed? Like, I feel like she brings, like, a softness, like, and, like, someone who's just, like, non-threatening. Excuse you! Why you need to honk? <laughs> they don't What's the happening? Honks? What the fu- Oh, I just missed a phone call. Who called you? <laughs> call him back. Sorry, we gotta pause. Oh! Oh, it's because he just sent me the email. Oh, okay. Who is it? We good. We good. <clears throat> We're good. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, about Saeed and Shannon. So yeah. mm -hmm. I feel like Saeed spends all of his time on the island thinking about how to get off of the island. And Shannon gives him like a few moments to just like enjoy being where he is because it is a beautiful island. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Oahu's a nice place to be. Can confirm. <laughs> but also, like, Shannon's one of those team, let's get the hell off this island. Yeah. Which is, that team is shrinking every single day. True. When the show was airing, was there a lot of people who were into Shannon and Boone together? Oh. oh. I, first of all, have no idea because I didn't watch it. But also, I hope not. I feel like there definitely is, like, I don't remember it because, like, when I got into the Lost fandom, it was during the final season. So it was, like, during, like, oh, no, they didn't Lost and, like, the Benry arc and, like, all the memes came from that, like, jeers and things like that. But by then, like, it wasn't, like, that big a thing. It, I think people were really much more obsessed with Shaid, uh, Shaid, <laughs> Shannon and Saeed. Uh-oh, yeah. I just found some Boone and Shannon fic on io3. Why are you insane? I did the same thing! <laughs> there are 64 works, if you're wondering. No! Oh, no, I don't want this! This one, this one's description is just Boone's POV when he and Shannon have sex. I don't want that oh, at all! Goodness. Oh, it's only goodness. 128 words, though. <laughs> what could that pop? It, now though. I need it to know. It didn't last very long. Now I need to know. <gasps> no, don't click on it, Rob! Oh, great. I have to know now. Robin. It's only 120. <laughs> what? Robin it's three paragraphs a- long. <laughs> Robin is ace. It is about to read smutty fanfic. It's, so we'll see how this grows. It's 128 out. words. It's three paragraphs long. Literally, there's nothing in here. I hate all of you. Is everyone else reading it you- too? <laughs> <laughs> You're the only one reading it, but Sam's browsing their entire tag. What is this? Oh, yeah, she found it. Oh! This is just upsetting. Oh my god! I just found a Claire Hurley fic. Nah. What? I love them. I'm upsetting I had to look at that with my own two eyes. <laughs> I don't like anyone in this bar. There's not a lot of lost fic. No, there isn't. That it's all on Live Journal. Yelled at me. She told me it's all uh, on Live Journal, but I went I on Live Journal. I have no idea how to search for anything. Well, it's because Live Journal wasn't like a big, like, searchable network Mm -hmm. it was all individual communities so it's like if you went to individual group tumblers but there was no way to like have a unifying source of a dashboard this whole one is just a a sawyer and uh original character and like i get it (laughs) why because you you're the original character (laughs) well i i assume it's just like a self-insert uh sam is reading the uh well According to Archivaron, uh, Boone and Shannon is the sixth most popular ship. No! No! What is it? Okay, wait. I, give it. Give them to me, please. Okay, number one. Julia and Sawyer. Uh-huh. Yep. Yes! Then Sawyer and Jack. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I shit! Okay, but, like, that's valid to me. Like, I can see it and I get it. Then Kate and Sawyer. Okay. Okay. Then Claire and Charlie. Okay. Uh-huh. Then Kate and Jack. Okay. And then Boone and Shannon. Uh-huh. Ooh. Keep going. Keep going. All the way to five. Damn. Who's after Boone and Shannon? Boone and Jack. Boone and what? Jack? Yeah. And then Sawyer and Saeed. Okay. Oh, I'd watch that. Oh, I'd watch that. And then Juliet and Jack. All right. And then oh. Kate and Claire. Wow, AO3 is a, an interesting place to be. I think the thing I learned from that is that I didn't know the slash ships were as big as they are. Yeah. Which I probably should have honestly but most of the fic is rated teen or general audience oh my people (laughs) (laughs) there are only 300 and something 
for mature, explicit. Mm. You think how many of those do you think uses the word tremble? What if you never said that phrase to me ever again? There's more. Let's talk about Sun and Jin. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh let's yeah, let's talk about Sun and Jin. I love Sun and Jin. Let's talk about Sun and Jin. <laughs> Cause like they're actually together. Yeah. Is their ship named Sin? I don't actually. I That's think it's cute. Jun. I actually don't know if. I don't How know. is it not Sin? It's right there. Well, I feel like cause you can't search it. Because yeah. Sun and Jin are true. too pure. They're beautiful. That's true. Sun and Jin. Too ship. Too good name. for this world. Parents. They have really interesting arcs. Oh, okay. Lostpedia yeah. has an answer for me. Oh, what is it? Well, we've got Jade. Jack and Juliet is called Jacket. Sawyer and Kate is called Skate. Oh, Sawyer and right. Juliet is Juliet. Uh, Charlotte. Jun Orson, it says. Denelope. <laughs> what? Despenny. Dope. Denelope. Pesmond. Or Despen. Despen. That was the one I remembered. Yeah. I like Dope. Chair. Stop it. The moth and the butterfly or the sugar plum fairies. Those are all Charlie and Claire's. Aww. Shaid. Those are cute. Shannon and Boone, Shoon or Bannon? What if you never told us that? I don't know. These are weird. Okay, anyway, I. <laughs> Des Pen! Anyway, so, uh, Sun and Jin. How do we feel about their marriage so far? It's been rocky for them. I mean, last episode is when they started getting us to like Jin. So, from now it only goes yeah. up. <laughs> Question Don't worry mark. about up when you introduce your character to be super problematic. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I, the thing that I don't understand about Jin in the first place is why they made him seem so domineering and abusive. Mm-hmm. Racism. Honestly, no, but I think it is an element of racism for sure. I think they also wanted to turn it on its head. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. They eventually did, right? Yeah. But not without. But they don't really explain like why he's so like. I, I just don't think their backstory justifies how controlling he is to Sun on the island. Like with the forcing her to button up her blouse and like keeping her away from everyone else and things like that. Like it just feels weird to me. Well, he'd been controlled by her father for so long. Well, I know, but like, why sh- why should that mean that he in turn gets to control her? True. I guess it's the only thing he can control. Because he can't speak English, or I guess, oh. yeah. I guess I could see. It's that. not. I mean, it's not right. Yeah, it doesn't but, make it right. Yeah. But you can see where, like, maybe his character wanted to do that. It's like there must be a inherent. I think it was like social conditioning. Yeah, like that is what he'd been told he had to do for so long. But like, that's the inherent racism there. Assuming that Korean men are all like that. Yeah, that's true. Which is not true. Exactly. Also, Jillian, guess what? What? On your episode, you were talking about how they don't um, talk about how all Korean men have to go in the army for a while. Yeah. They talk about that in a later episode. Do they? Do yeah. they? In a, in a flashback, <clears throat> Jin says or something, or like they talk about how he just got back from the army. Oh, oh. that's interesting. Oh, I'll have, to, I'll have to look out for that one. Mm-hmm. Amazing. That's actually so amazing. Wow, we're so early in it. Like, this season. Yeah. Right? Like, it's so, it's, like, so early in the season. But I, like, I, like, at this point in the season, like, Sun's kind of doing her own thing. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> are they, like, still, like, are they arguing at this point in the season? I can't remember where Sun and Jin are, because, like, they disappeared for, like, three episodes. Um, in a couple of episodes, they're gonna have a real big blow-up, but right now they're okay. 
Okay. Because, like, the show just kind of forgot to put Sun and Jin in for basically three or four episodes. So it's like, where did they go? What are they doing? And then Sun's in the last one with Kate, but... And so, and Jin's with Hurley. And then they come together afterwards and talk about how his hands are dirty. Yeah. Yeah. In Korean. Yes. The entire conversation they have uh, is that his hands are dirty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are you going to eat? No. My hands are dirty. (laughs) That's it. That's the whole. That's all of their relationship for like an episode. Oh my god! Ooh, let's put that into metaphorical sort of standpoint. No, uh, my hands are dirty. Okay. Well, Jin's hands quite are dirty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Unless there are any more ships that we want to still talk about. Do we? T- we haven't talked about Charlie and Claire, but I don't know if there's much to say about them. Not yet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like Charlie and Claire. Hasn't really developed much. Mm-hmm. But there's some great episodes later with yeah, Charlie yeah. just being straight. All my ships really hit the ground running in season three. Yeah. 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 True. Because, like, when does. <clears throat> in the spoiler section, we will talk about something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a spoiler for the it. spoiler section. That's a spoiler for the spoiler section! I love spoilers. They're my favorite currency. Great. Okay. Uh, let's move on to episode. I don't know. Episodes, I guess? Yeah. Some of yeah, my favorite episodes, I would say All the Best Cowboys of Daddy Issues is one of the, the best ones. The Pilot, of course, is has a very special place in my heart. I've probably seen it over 30 times. The Pilot's one of the best pilots that's ever been on TV. Walkabout. Yeah. Walkabout, yeah. Walkabout's incredible. Um, also, I really love whatever the case may be. Yeah, I agree. That's my favorite one. Yeah. The Moth, just because I go, like, Charlie's backstory a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think that the best one so far is probably Walkabout. Oh, just yeah. Walkabout. Like, Locke's incredible entire story. Ending. Yeah, Locke's entire story. It's just, like, it's such a tight hour of television, and it takes you on such a journey. And, uh, some really great episodes coming up this season, just to be ready for some fantastic ones. Outlaws is coming up real soon. It's probably my favorite episode in the entire series uh deus ex machina is one of the most incredible episodes of the series as well oh yeah that's a good one and the season one finale of course oh the season one finale is insane numbers that's a good one in translation is also a really good Mm -hmm. one actually everything yeah they're all really good I, i like when you have that problem where it's like instead of having to pick like your favorite, you kind of have to pick your least favorite because they're all so good. Mm-hmm. Will we talk about our favorite ones overall in the spoiler section? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, talking about some storylines that are our favorites, um, my favorite storylines are when they put two characters together or more that don't usually, like, wouldn't, wouldn't interact usually, and so that makes it, like, cute. And also, whenever Charlie and Hurley are together, and also Hurley's golf course. Hurley's golf course! I love course. the golf course! That's a great moment. That's such a good moment. That's like a perfect moment of levity. I also love when Sawyer interacts with new people and he has no idea like how to talk to them yeah. yet. So he just alienates them immediately. I love the storyline uh, of Sawyer's letter. Oh yeah. And the like twist there. I can't remember. Who knows? It, it's only Sawyer and Kate who know the truth of that one though, right? Yeah. I mean, no one else has even read the letter. Okay. Yeah. Um, I actually super loved um, Michael and Walt's story. Mm-hmm. With, like, Walt learning to, uh, like, listen to his dad and with, like, Michael learning how to be a parent. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because I think that's that's a really unique story to put in, like, sort of, like, an apocalyptic situation is, I don't know how to be a parent, but I'm going to try my best. Mm-hmm. 
this the ultimate test. Yeah, I just think that's really that's a fascinating thing to put in there. And like the fun thing is getting really frustrated at Walt because you just wanted to listen to Michael and then getting frustrated at Michael because he just doesn't know how to do anything. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? They're busy looking at Lostpedia. Oh, I relate. Pardon? Well, Sam's looking at Lostpedia. What are your favorite season one storylines so far? Ooh, the hat. See, the problem for me with talking about season one is that it all runs together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, yeah. I'm with, I'm just waiting for spoiler section. <laughs> Yeah, same. <laughs> Big mood. Okay, well, let's move on then. How about places? First of all, hatch. Yeah, the damn hatch. it! Big fan yeah, of the hatch. The hatch is my favorite place. The unopened hatch that we don't know what it's down mm-hmm. there. Yeah. What? I like ha- the hatch, and I like Rousseau's, like, mm. secret <gasps> setup. Yeah! I like that one. Um, the beach, obviously, because it's flippant beautiful. Yep. Also, the cave is pretty dope. Mm-hmm. With the, with the all of them? The bodies. Basically, all the places. Yeah. All the places. The golf course that they shot Jurassic of Park course, at. Yeah. 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 I'm a big fan of the whole island. Yeah. Why don't we talk about beautiful. some places in flashback then? Oh. Oh, that's a good one. Oh my god. <laughs> Sudden Jin's hotel apartment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's my favorite. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I like the I like the hotel uh, hair dryer. That's yeah. my favorite yeah. moment. There's. You like, know, it's just in Honolulu. Yeah. They didn't even bother to like dress the set properly to make it look like an apartment. It just looks like a hotel room in Hollywood. Vaguely Asian objects. Stop! <laughs> oh, I want to say, um, on the plane. Because I, I love when they're on the yes. plane and get flashbacks on the plane because it's like I also really just re- love rewatching the pilot, being able to I love watching the pilots of, like, all TV shows because most mm-hmm. of the characters are just meeting for the first time and you're thinking, you guys are gonna have so many adventures. Like, they're all in this confined space near each other and it's like you guys don't even know how important each other is going to be in your lives and that maybe you're all already intertwined yeah but you don't know it yet yeah that's beautiful <sighs> yeah i love the plane i love seeing um first class of the plane mm-hmm. and then like it cuts like the rest of the plane and you're like who's back there but you don't know yeah we don't know yet well rose knows that bernard bernard is back, back there mm-hmm. bernard um, what about other flashback places? Oh, I, my favorite location is the waterfall that Kate and Sawyer go swimming in. Yeah. I like that one. I have also frolics there. You have also frolics there. <laughs> like, literally. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, I also love the, um, psychic's house from Ooh, yeah. Claire's because it's just such a freaking weird house. I like the, the bank in whatever the case may be. Which Kate definitely works at and is a professional lady. Yeah. <laughs> Um, also, St. Sebastian's, the hospital that Jack and Christian work at, is a big deal. We see that so many times in flashback. I love St. Sebastian's because of what happens in the literal series finale of Lost at St. Sebastian's. <laughs> we could go Dutch. Vending machines are very important. Vending machines are crucial to my happiness with There Lost. are many things that happen yep. at the St. Sebastian's vending machines. Yep. Yes. But also, the hatch. My last thing that I sort of had was predictions, question mark. I don't really know how to safely predict things because yeah. uh, I never I never had to to wait, like, through a season or, like, wait Same. during a hiatus or anything. So I never, I just, like, watched it all. Okay, well, what did you guys think was down in the hatch? I can't even recall because I just kept watching I already it knew. I saw it. Yeah, Sam knew. Mm. 
Which is probably why I told her because that was how I. That's got why watch I watched it. it. Am, I, am I the right. only person, the four of us, that watched it live? Yeah, you're the only one who watched it live. So I'm like, oh, like, what did you think of things when you were watching it? Well, I think me and my dad definitely thought it was a Fallout shelter. Mm. Um, we were thinking we we didn't really know. Maybe it was a generator. Yeah, we, it was definitely military. Oh, something. It definitely seemed military. Ah, interesting. See, we thought the smoke monster was a result of electrical charge. That was our oh. biggest thing. We thought it was hmm. an electrical charge thing. That makes sense, though. Because I, man of science, man of faith, we have watched it only man of science. Yeah. Kinda. We didn't really watch it with a man of faith lens. Mm. So you were literally trying to find scientific explanations for everything. That's what I did when I watched it. Very Star Star. Trek way of watching. Yeah. I kind of well, like that better. Yeah, some of the Deus Ex Machina that they pulled, I guess in the spoiler section, but, um, yeah, I like I watch a lot of shows with this, the man of science lens. So watching this like as man of faith, I was like, oh, that's the explanation. Okay, mm-hmm. I guess. I guess. Who else did we think was gonna happen? We we really we weren't there guessing yet. Our guessing really started season two, season three. Mm-hmm. Like wondering what's gonna happen, and then season five changed everything. Did you guys have any clue why the plane crashed? We thought we always thought it was electromagnetism. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which didn't turn out to be wrong. Yeah, and we always thought the island was moving. Should we move on to the spoiler section? Yeah, because then we can actually Yeah, because then we all have content. (laughs) Okay, go ahead, Britt. (laughs) Stay tuned for our segment after the outro. We'll be discussing the first half of the season within the context of the rest of the series. Please be aware that this will be rampant with spoilers, so proceed with caution. Thank you so much for listening. Our music is Terminal by Good News Tunes. If you're a fan of The 100, we like to talk about that show too. And if you're a fan of Riverdale, we recap season one and we'll be doing season two this October. You can follow at the Aficionados on Twitter, Facebook, and Tumblr, but mostly Twitter. And our Patreon is patreon.com slash theaficionados. If you have any dollars, we would love those dollars, but if you don't, that's okay too. We're poor! <laughs> uh, you can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey. That's R-O-B-Y-N-E-J-E-F-F-R-E-Y pretty much everywhere. And you can follow me at, at Britannia, which is B-R-I-T-T-A-N-I-A with an underscore at the end. We want to thank these lovely ladies for coming on the pod with us. Yeah, they're okay. Yay! <laughs> we'll be, we'll be seeing Sam later this season, I think. Yeah. She's down for two, actually. Yo, when am I going to get to come back? Girl, I have you... you want. I, wa- I was going to ask if you wanted to be in for and found... Which actually works out because that's the one where the the um, yes yeah okay I'll write you down good now. what am I down for you're down for the greater good and born to run so second last oh, okay they're back to back so where can we find our guests on um, the internet Jillian I have a Twitter now yay, yay! <laughs> she uses it to talk about uh, food it's yes great. very important opinions uh, it's at g i g i a n s e and you can follow me if you want to read about uh, user experience design and really good food opinions. Um, they're not all good food opinions. Uh, blue cheese dressing is way better than ranch. That is that's that's a bad opinion. That's a bad opinion. <laughs> Sam, where can we follow you on Twitter where there's good opinions? You can follow me at Sam Casey's, which is S-A-M-C-A-S-E-Y-S, uh, where I talk too much about television and yeah. And she doesn't have bad food opinions. I have all the best opinions on everything. She hates eggs. Eggs are gross! Ugh. Robin, what's your stance on eggs? I like eggs. Ha! <laughs> that's my impression. Oh, that's like a reference from of the Amanda show that I didn't mean to make. 
Um, the next time you hear from us, we will be discussing episode 114 special with a classmate of mine named Brock. Okay, okay love, love you, bye! bye. <laughs> Everyone say love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. 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 Love have a basketball game tomorrow. <laughs> spoilers, spoilers, gonna talk spoilers. Okay, now Sarah sings her spoiler song. Yes. Finally, the now section. the real discussion. Yay! Begins. All right, let's oh let's God. get her done. Let's talk about spoilers. Should we do our favorite episode? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Within the whole show, Sam, what is your favorite? No, episode? no, 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 me, me go, go for Sam first. Jillian, Jillian go first. what is your favorite episode? Ooh, what if we show? all went around and we just kept naming really good episodes and we can't? Yeah. And we can't uh, uh, repeat. <laughs> no. What? Sam's gonna take mine. <laughs> You just have to keep okay, naming I have them. several. Brittany, why don't you go first? There, oh, that's not a good idea. Robin? I get to go first? Yes. So yes, other yeah. than Outlaws, which I already explained, uh, my second favorite episode of the series is called The Glass Ballerina. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. My, oh, um, what's the one where you get Hurley's whole lottery backstory? Numbers. Numbers. Love Numbers. Everybody hates Hugo. Oh, that's a good one. Good one. And great Trisha Tanaka is dead. That's also a good one. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go with the variable. Which one's that one? Uh, that's the Daniel Faraday episode. <gasps> that's a good Pretty one. Angel. Um, what's the one where um Desmond or punches Ben in the face? Oh, that's a Ben episode. My, th- mm, is it dead? Is dead? One sec. Let me find out. Mine. Doctor Linus. Oh, Doctor Linus. Linus. That is an incredible Dr. Linus, episode. That one. Yeah. Dr. Line, this is one of my favorite episodes of the whole show. Oh my god, Not yeah. in Portland, Juliet's first episode. Okay. I love Not in Portland. Is it my turn now? And I love Flashes Before Your Eyes. It's Robin's Flashes turn. Before Robin's your eyes. Turn. Okay. We're my not turn, any sort of order I'm going here. to take, um, oh shoot, I had it. Where'd it go? Oh, Greatest Hits. Oh, oh that's such a good, a good one. one. Um, my favorite episode is Expose. Expose! Yes! I, I hate how much you love expose. I love expose. Oh, I know another really good one. Are you ready? Okay. LaFleur. Yep, yep. Snaps for LaFleur. Ooh. Okay, wait, it's not my turn yet. <laughs> I think we're just going. Is it, is it my turn? It's sure. Because we haven't said anything about the constant yet. I thought you were going to take that first. I was going to, but when you were all going. That's my favorite episode. Oh, good place. The constant is my all time favorite episode. The constant is the best episode. Yeah, just of television, for sure. Not my favorite episode. I think LaFleur is my favorite episode. Mm. Makes sense. Makes sense. Oh, I want to give a shout-out to Ji Yun uh, for those incredible flashbacks. Yeah. Where it's like, Sun is... is Her flashback is off-island after island, and Jin's flashback is before island, but you think that it's happening concurrently, but it isn't. Oh, is that, what season is that? That's a good that? one. That's four. four. Oh, Eggtown, just because of the name. Yep. Oh, then some like it Hawk because of the name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also, five is so good. every part of There's No Place Like Home is, like, really good. <gasps> yeah. yeah. That's, like, my favorite just, like, finale. All the season finales are amazing. Oh, my God, Through the Looking Glass. Oh, we yep. didn't talk about Incredible, that. Incredible, so. a million tears. The other 48 days, I want to give a shout That's out. That's a oh, great one. That's so good. Oh my god, I have a question. Who's your favorite of the Tailies? Bernard. It's a good one. Bernard. Bernard. Ana Lucia. Ana Lucia. Mm. No love for Libby this day. 
I love Libby. It's just like to me, Rest I don't really Libby. remember Libby. Right. I just remember Libby not wearing a bra. Yeah. Into it. Wait, no love for Echo either. <laughs> My number two spot goes to Cindy. Cindy, Brackets. really? The flight attendant? Yeah. Because yeah. she, like she ends up with the kids, remember? Mm-hmm. She shows remember. up in a couple seasons later. Yeah. I literally don't remember any of that. Because there's the two kids three. that were taken yeah, from the Yeah, she has all the kids. Zach and Emma. How do I not remember this? I don't know. Wait, it's, it's, really a, it's in a Jack episode that happens. Is that in Strange? I think it's in Stranger in a Strange Land. That's why you don't remember it, because you've, uh, you've put I it I blocked that episode up. Yeah. Stranger yeah. in a Strange Land is the worst episode of television ever made, and I, I stand by that. Why? Because it's the story of Jack's tattoo. Jack's tattoo. I wouldn't say that it's the worst. Uh, I, I would definitely say it's the worst episode. It's not the worst of ever Lost, made. But it's the worst know. episode of Lost. Stranger okay, in Strange Land is better than every episode of Big Bang Theory. Well, yeah. that's just true. <laughs> it's the I worst episode of television so I've ever seen. You can't remember why Stranger in Strange Land's bad? Okay. Robin, why Stranger in Strange Land bad? Uh, it, well, it's Jack in Thailand getting racist tattoos and having, it's like the only oh. episode that has like a fairly explicit sex scene in it. And it's just like appropriation season is it? the episode. Season three. Season three. It is right oh. in between. It's in between Flashes Before Your Eyes and Treasure Tanaka is Dead. So it's like, let's just sandwich this into some really great episodes. Oh, that's I haven't rewatched that one yet. That'll be interesting. I like it's it's like the um the Woman King or Black Market in Battlestar Galactica. When you're rewatching, you just don't watch them. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, uh, more really great episodes that I want to bring up is the Man Behind the Curtain, the first Ben episode. Yes. Oh, I love that my boy. I yeah. love that boy. I'm interested to see how I'm gonna like interpret Ben now that like mm-hmm. I know like because Ben is like the ultimate villain, right? Yeah. Because he's, he's yeah, the relatable, this, like, understandable villain. Yeah, I think it was, like, Rolling Stones or something a couple years ago that had that giant list. It was, like, 100 of the best, like, the top 100 best TV villains ever. And I felt, mm-hmm. like, the most proud because Ben Linus was literally number one, no joke. He, he's that good. He's that dynamic and good a villain. Mm-hmm. He, he's, like, the umbrage of TV. He is. But at the <laughs> same time, it's, like, if umbrage was somehow weirdly likable and human. Yeah. yeah so it's, like, you umbrage hate was, like, ben. an actually dynamic... Yeah, because it's yeah. like you absolutely hate Ben, but you don't want to stop watching Ben. Mm-hmm. You know whose episode, who's I really liked on rewatching? Mm-hmm. Mr. Echoes. Really, Mr. I Echo? really liked Echo. his flashbacks. I don't even remember Mr. Echoes' flashbacks. They were really, really. He only weird had that three his brother episodes. was on the island and dead, and it was super. It was such a weird small world moment. When his brother was on the island and dead. Yeah, because remember yeah, his brother. It was, was on the plane was with all the heroin that kills Boone. Yeah. Okay. R.I.P. Boone. Yeah. Remember when Boone died? And no one cared. Yeah. <laughs> we just like we care so little for because like Boone in any other show would be like the lead main character. Like that's yeah. why he went to a CW show because like Ian Somerhalder was gonna be like the main character or something. And it's mm-hmm. just like I don't give a shit about that type of character. Yeah. Like, I get that you need to find yourself and your purpose in life, but I don't want to watch it. A couple other episodes that I want to give a shout out to before we move on is The Life and Death of Jeremy Bentham. <gasps> Good one. Aww. And 316, which is the episode where they're on the plane and they're about to go back to the island. And uh, there are yeah. two moments in 316 that really, really stick with me. And the first one is when Jack keeps trying to get rid of Locke's suicide note but it keeps mm-hmm. going back to him, and when he opens it, it says, I wish you had believed me. That's oh. one of the, like, 
big, big moments. And the other one is when they realize that Lapidus is the pilot. And when he comes oh, yeah. out and sees all the other people and goes, we're not going to Guam, are we? <laughs> is that the same episode where Ben's reading and Jack's like, how can you, you can read? read. <laughs> my mother Ben's taught like, me. My mother taught me. Which is another <laughs> lie. He's always lying for the most random, like for nothing. He's re- he just lies. Uh, yeah, that's his teaching. thing. I that's why I love him. Another his thing mother- is ridiculous when he like comes over and I think it's Locke, like MIB Locke, who walks over to him and says, "Can I ask you a question?" And he goes, "I'm a Pisces." <laughs> But he's not. He, I think he was born in December or something. Do you think if Ben had known that was MIB, he wouldn't have been a sassy? Yeah, probably not. Oh, another shout out to the incident. No! Yes. We don't talk about the incident. Oh my god, Abaterno. The in- isn't the incident when Julia dies? Yeah. Well, she doesn't yeah, die. Why- she basically oh, dies. No, she you. dies at the beginning of LAX. Okay, but um, we don't talk about the incident or the incident that happened in the incident. Gotcha. She's fine. Alright. Oh, you know what's a really good episode on, re- on the rewatch? The Long Con. Yeah. yeah which was the, the Long Con when Sawyer gets Charlie to attack Sun. Mm-hmm. That was fucked. Sorry. Oh, that was fracked. That was frickle frackle. That was really interesting because it showed, like, Sawyer is, like, like, is, is a, like, kind of a really bad person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sawyer does really screwed up things. And Charlie was very desperate. What? So that was what, season two? Yeah. Honestly, I really feel like Juliet turned Sawyer around. Oh, absolutely. Yep. That's why like, I ship I ship Skate up until the time jump. And then after that, yep. it's like, that's not even Sawyer and that's not even Kate anymore. They're different now. Exactly. But I don't, how does Kate change? Kate changed, she became a mother. Uh, she well, becomes a mom. Kid. Oh, right. Oh my gosh, she's Clark Griffin. <laughs> Oh. oh my god. Am I wrong? That revelation, though. Am I wrong? I'm getting a FaceTime. No, Kate's way more dynamic. Who is it? Clark. It's my aunt. Hi. Hiya. I'm good. I'm recording a pod. How are you? So I'm in your way? A little bit, but I can call you right back. We're almost done. Okay, that'd be good. Okay, bye. Alright, bye. Oh, yeah. Wait, but we can't do the spoiler section without talking about Desmond and Penny or I will die. Yeah, yeah. A couple ships that I want to talk about for sure. Desmond and Penny, Rose and Bernard. Two very important ships to talk about. Okay, I can't remember. Rose and Bernard stay on the island forever, right? Yeah. Yeah. They just stay because that's how Rose's cancer is cured? Yeah. Yeah. I would do that. I would do. One of my most, the most incredible moment is in season two when Michael and Jin and Sawyer are finally accepted into the tailies and bernard walks over all like shy and everything and he says hi i'm just wondering if there's a woman named rose where you're from or whatever and they're like yeah the black lady and he's like yeah that's my wife so i'm just checking basically and then like sam anderson just snaps for sam anderson who's just amazing and he's just like crying saying thank you so much and it's like I don't know. I have so many feelings. And then, like, the, the, the reunion between yeah. Rose and Bernard, I'm oh. dying inside. I think Rose and Bernard are, like, easily the most underrated ship of the entire They are. Yeah. They totally are. Because people ignore them because they're older. Yep. But wow, so don't know what that's pure. about. <laughs> <laughs> but they also don't get, like, I feel like the show ignores them a little bit because they don't get, like, enough screen time. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I guess because they're like, such what secondary they do get characters. Is so satisfying. Yeah, what they do get, like, they get really good material. Yes, absolutely. Like, they have their own episode, SOS, which is another episode we should be so <laughs> calling yes. out. I love that one. Yeah, so good. They're Desmond the and Penny. too, right? Desmond Penn, what? Did someone say Desmond? Yeah, I, I love did. them. I would I die for them. Too. The only thing I ship more than Desmond is Desmond and me. <laughs> Honestly, okay, do you guys want to hear my crack ship? though yes i have this huge i just want like desmond and charlie really bad i knew it i oh, knew it was so gonna be cute. that like hmm. maybe you're gonna be the one that saves me and then they save each <laughs> other <laughs> i love them so much i never would have thought about that but now i'm like okay no when i was rewatching it I completely saw it. It's all Robin's fault. Oh, Robin! <laughs> look what you did. That's so nice. No, it is oh, nice because now you have this lovely ship that you can think about all the time. And every time you hear Wonderwall, you can cry like I do. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Jillian's just sitting here going, Yeah, she's that one. I was kind of into Sun and Kate, though. I was just about to say Sun and Kate! And Kate and Claire. But only. In like the, what the first two seasons, and then after yeah. that, that relationship gets a little uh, rocky. Yeah. When I was at in Hawaii in January, we went to the Maui Brewing Company, and there was this guy who was like playing guitar, and he was like, "Are there any requests?" And like everyone always makes fun of me because I always ask for Wonderwall, which is like supposed to be a joke, but like I just it really love that song. And then at one point, <laughs> he played it for me, and it was really nice. It's in my vlog. Jillian's like, I need to leave right now immediately. <laughs> I love it. Oh, Robin, but Robin. I respect your bravery to admit that. That <laughs> <laughs> I love Wonderwall so much? Yes. I literally cry. I'm not joking. Anyways, here's Wonderwall. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. I literally Wonder request Lord. Wonderwall anytime that I possibly can, and people think I'm making a joke and I'm not. But it's nice because it, we're at the point in, like, culture now where it's a really funny meme. Yeah. So you, like, cross Wonderwall and it'll just make people happy because they're just laughing at the meme of it. <laughs> it's just what's, like, what's your request song? What you say? If you had live music, what would your request song be? What you say? Sam. What? Also, Janie's Got a Gun by Aerosmith. That's a good one. Like, your live music request song. Africa by Toto. Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> what about you, G? I'm not from there, but I love Sweet Home Alabama. Oh my god, no, yes, that's such a good song! Sweet Home Alabama, but it's about Sawyer. Oh. Yeah. Also, um, I just want to say, if we're doing crack crack ships, um, Desmond and Juliet is something I would watch. Ooh. Yeah. Because those are my favorite characters. Same. Yeah. Or um, Saeed with anyone. Saeed with me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Jillian's like, uh-uh. I don't know what I'm thinking. Maybe Richard and Jacob. Richard and Jacob? Huh. What is wrong with you? Wow. Okay, but also, how have we not talked about Richard Alpert? I'm down, I'm down, I'm Guy down. Liner? Oh, Richard Guy Alpert. Hobbs. Whatever happened to him? What? He was on Bates Motel. To Nestor? Oh, was he? He's doing yeah. lots of yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's still on Bates he Motel. He was one half of my Bates Motel OGP. Yeah. He was on Bates Motel via Formiga. Mr. Carp Dester Carbonell. I love Nestor. He's got the most beautiful eyes of anyone I've ever seen in my whole life. Except for you, it's fine. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Thanks! <laughs>
Anyway, so Richard Alpert, I love him the most, my beautiful, ageless god. Yes. Did it, Richard Alpert ever actually die? Um, uh, in the series finale, um, he gets he's to sitting with Miles, and Miles um, plucks a gray hair off his head, and <gasps> then uh, he says, oh, look, your first gray hair, and Richard says, I just realized I that I think I want to live, because Aww. Richard Alpert was, like, trying to commit suicide during season six. Yeah, he was trying to die for, like, most of the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, weren't we all? <laughs> Stop! <laughs> You're bad. Anyway, remember that time that Desmond punched Ben in the face? That was funny. Remember yeah. that time he climbed the side of a boat to get it back to Penny? <sighs> remember that time when Desmond and Penny named their child Charlie? Oh my <laughs> god, I forgot about that. Remember that time Brittany was like, Desmond's not in season five that much. And then I got to... <laughs> 503, and they were, like, having a baby, and I was like, oh. But, but why would you ask me questions? I can't remember anything. That was, that was, that's on you. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Thank you both right. for being on the pod. We love Thanks, you, Thanks, Thanks for having us. Thank you. Yay. Um, everyone tell your Twitters again. I'm oh. Sam Casey's. Uh, and mine's G-I-G-I-A-N-S-E. She's G-G Ants. G-G Ants. Um, you can, Robin, what's yours? Uh, you can follow me at Robin E. Jeffrey. That's R-O-B-Y-N-E-J-E-F-F-R-E-Y. Pretty much everywhere. Like Twitter and like Instagram and like Snapchat and like uh, Redbubble. I'm on lots of stuff for the same thing. <laughs> what about Spotify? Yeah, you can follow Brand me on Spotify if you want. Oh, there you go. None of my usernames match. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Abertania, which is B-R-I-T-T-A-N-I-A with an underscore at the end. You can follow at the aficionados on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Redbubble, but mostly Twitter. Mostly Twitter, because we love it the most. Yeah. Now, and it's where all our cute listeners no, are. True. Um, and um, you can follow or uh, donate to our Patreon. I'm going to try that again. <laughs> Sam's distracting me. Stop laughing. <clears throat> Stop. Stop laughing. So you can donate to their Patreon at patreon.com slash theaficionados. <laughs> <laughs> They're poor. Thanks, Julia. I just donated $5 a month. Yeah, you're a sweet angel. You are a sweet angel, but let's not, like, pump her ego up too much. Yeah. Okay. Okay, (laughs) Okay, love love you. bye. Bye!